What's going on, people? And welcome to a brand new episode of Too Many Games and Not Enough Time, where I get to speak to incredible gamers across the globe. Once again, huge congratulations to our winner of a next-gen console. I can't believe I was able to give away a whole next-gen console. That is a maza. But on today's episode, we have a winner. Yes, this one is always winning things. She is a Twitch streamer the biggest pokemon fan you can catch her eating and streaming and she's got the sickest cabin i have ever seen in my life <laughs> summer aka package you welcome to too many games how are you thank doing you so this morning yeah very well thank you what an intro oh my god <laughs> yeah come on i have to give you i have to give you your props i Let's start, let's get straight into it. Mm -hmm. What the hell is a Betty Spaghetti? <laughs> Do you know what a Betty Spaghetti is? What the hell is a Betty oh, Spaghetti? Break it a down Betty to Spaghetti me. was a toy, it was a doll that I used to have when I was a kid and she used to like be really like long and lanky, like really stringy, like spaghetti. <laughs> and I feel like if I remember correctly, you could like, take off like bits of her and like replace it so you could change her clothes and stuff. Sam, are you sure you didn't make this up? No, I'm 100% sure Betty Spaghetti is a thing. I think I think you made this up, you know. No. I don't believe this is a real Google thing. Google it, I, was, I promise you. <laughs> I was like, what is this Be Betty Spaghetti thing she keeps talking about? No, Cracking I promised you. Up. <laughs> I promise. I was super dope here, so... Um, We've only met recently, um, mm. seen each other at quite a few gaming events. And in person, you're pretty quiet. Um, you know me, yeah. I'm loud, I'm a total chatterbox, but you're actually quite um, quiet in person. And what was really interesting to me is watching your streams and seeing obviously a lot more of your personality. And you're not like loud in your streams, you're still quite mm. um, tame, but how much of a chatterbox you are. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I did not know you could chat so much. You are hella chatterbox, but yeah. um, I want to know what is it that made you want to start streaming? Like, what what made you say that? Wow, this is something that I'd love to do with my life. Hmm. Okay, really and truly, um, I think that one of the main reasons I started streaming was because I don't actually have too many like IRL friends who play games. Well, I had none, I had none. Like, I had no girlfriends that played games. Like, any anyone I met that played games was probably through like, my brother or through Tony. So, I just thought, you know, I started watching Twitch streamers and obviously getting involved in like communities and stuff. And I just thought it's a really good way to make friends, like to meet people, to play games with, to talk games with. Um, so that was like one of the main sort of reasons I started streaming. Um, and then I found that, yeah, I've made some really good friends. I've met a lot more people, um, like yourself and obviously the people that we meet at these events and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I think that was one of the main, um, sort of motivations behind it. Just, just to meet people, just to be involved in the gaming community a bit more because I really wasn't. Um, That's and then I really liked it. That's dope because it's it's so funny because obviously like people feel like 
um, especially like older generation people, they're like, oh, not gamers. They just sit in a basement or a cabin mm. <laughs> and they don't interact with anybody. <laughs> but you saying actually this love of gaming and what you enjoy has actually made you be able to meet more people and mm. have gaming friends now and people that you can actually speak to in IRL about gaming. And like I say to people all the time, I don't even go out anymore. I only go to gaming events. Like it's yeah. very rarely I go to a club or go start, like unless it's someone's birthday or something, but I'm not even out like that. If I'm out, mm. I'm at a gaming event. Like the my circle of people, like my friends that are from outside the industry, I hardly see them now. Most of the mm. people that I'm interacting with are people within um, the gaming industry. All right, so what is the fascination about Pokemon? Now, I know <laughs> she is, when I'm saying this girl, anywhere she goes, she is getting sat on Pokemon. Any, anywhere, like she's got the Literally. sickest um, Pokemon ball that I'm so jealous about. I don't know why I didn't buy it. <laughs> um, and I was watching one of your TikToks earlier on and you had to, um, a, a car boot sale and picked up a Charmander. Like, where yeah. did this love um of ash and 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 his captured pets um come from <laughs> all right so i think a lot of people will roll their eyes at this but initially right it was just that obviously they're cute like <laughs> before they evolve and everything they're very cute so obviously they draw you in um but then obviously as i started learning more about obviously evolutions and playing the games and I just think it's a really fun idea I wish that in real life I could run around and capture pets and just keep them with me all the time yeah <laughs> like, people, do, people do it with birds it's evil stop putting birds right, in yeah. cage no I don't think <laughs> yeah I don't want to put anything in like a tiny tiny ball but I do think it's a nice oh, it's just cute isn't it like the idea of having a little companion and yeah but the yeah initially if I'm being completely honest, it was just, you know, the, the cuteness draws me in. <laughs> um, and then from there, obviously, you play the games, you learn more about the, the world. And yeah, I just, I just love it. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> so did you start with the anime or the games? And what is your favourite Pokemon game? Um, so I did... Do you know what? I watched the anime when I was young. But... It was one of those things where I just watched it because it was on TV and I didn't... Because growing up, I wasn't, like... It wasn't a very, like, gamery household. So my first console was a PS2. And that's... For my age, that should not have been the case. There were plenty of other consoles I could have had. But, um, yeah, so I didn't really grow up in a gamery household. So I did used to watch, like, the anime on TV and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but... I didn't kind of take in that there was more to this. Yeah. Um, so it was just something I was watching as a kid. Oh, this is fun. This is cute. And then as I got older, um, as I got older, yeah, then I started buying some of the games. I was like, oh, I used to watch that. Let me play this. Let me play this. Um, I think I bought the, I had a Pikachu 3DS as well. And like, I just, 
I've lost my train of thought now. That's cool. But, um, so, 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 what is? What's your? I could see you. I could see you trying to rope it back I'm in. I'm like, where am I going with this? I know you're yeah. trying to make it land, right? It's like, cool. Where it's am cool. I it's going cool. with this? Uh, so, what would be your favorite um, Pokemon game? Because you see me, I'm a, I'm an old school Don, yeah. Like mm. I'm a big RPG guy. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy, like that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when it came to playing Pokemon games, they were a bit. F- um, baby first RPG for me and mm. so I couldn't really like I wish I love Pokemon like other people I, I appreciate it but I don't have that same same love of the games that other people do I'll play them and then like, I think the game that probably stands out most to me which isn't even proper proper Pokemon was Pokemon Stadium on the N64 when you got them oh, rocking really? each other yeah, um, so yeah, what yeah. would be the Pokemon game that kind of stands out to you um it's very difficult for me to pick one um i think if i had to say one i'd probably go back it doesn't even have to be your favorite just one that that that, that's important that stands out yeah okay all right, so one that actually stands out, I guess, then, because I don't, I don't think I can pick a favorite, but one yeah. that does stand out is um, Pokemon, 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 Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even speak. Is it Arceus? Uh, that so I, that's that's really it. That's 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 dope, yeah. Because I was gonna ask yeah. you about that. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan, but mm. Arceus really stood out to me because it kind of was the Pokemon game that I wanted. I want to run around. I want to battle in real time. Like, that's the one that really... That's the first Pokemon game that's really sucked me in. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I think one of the reasons it stands out to me is because, you know how I was saying, I want to, like, run around in real life and I want to be like, oh, I want you and, you know, I choose you. And (laughs) So it felt a bit more like that. Like, you know, it's a 3D world and, like, you're running around in a big open world. Um, There's Pokemon everywhere. Like, I think that's why it stands out. And also it was very different. Like, it kind of just changed up the format of the games so that's why i think it does stand out to me um, yeah i think and- i think it's so good and i feel like i think a lot of people kind of underrate what they've done because pokemon games have been very samey for a very very long time like if you look yeah. at like yellow is is that's probably one of the first ones i remember playing because i like mm-hmm. um pikachu um <laughs> and then if we look at something like scarlet um it's not that much of a a, a change from the ele- evolution, and then Arceus is the first one that, for me, proper changed up the the formula, and I think they did really well with it. All right, so the world's been a mazza for the last mm. three years, like mm-hmm. pure madness. Um, but one thing about us gamers is we're used to being inside and 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 banging hours on the yeah. game. So for us, it was almost like oh amazing i don't have to worry about the outside stress um let me just enjoy a game what was one or what was one of the now give me two actually what was two of the pinnacle games um that you really got into throughout the pandemic um so let's say in the last three years okay um this one's quite easy so throughout the pandemic i was very heavy on world of warcraft like I went full World of Warcraft mode. I was playing all day, up all night, 
<laughs> you know, full cable mode. Um, I'll just sit here in my dressing gown, play World of Warcraft. Um, also, um, I think the other one I started playing um, during lockdown was Breath of the Wild. Because um, I didn't play it originally. I watched... So, this is the problem with having a partner who games also. <laughs> because when games come out, you both want to play them. But a lot of the time you end up watching most of the gameplay. So, I had watched most of the gameplay. Tony had finished it. Um, so I didn't play it immediately, but then, yeah, I picked it up, I think in the last couple of years. Um, and that's a game. It's a very big game. So there's a lot to do. I'm one of these people that gets very sidetracked on side missions and I want to get all the collectibles. And so that was something that also saw me through like the past few years also. Yeah. That's dope. So what I love is World of Warcraft is mm. huge. Mm. massive massive uh mmo and when i go to like esports events and stuff like that you don't see it's not very diverse when it comes to games like uh world of warcraft you see mm. a lot of like leagues the same all of those kind of games you don't see like, <clears throat> a lot of diverse fans so when you was playing and streaming um, yeah. Was it dope to kind of for the audience to be able to see you? Because you you're not you're not a white blonde girl from Essex um, <laughs> or, no, or, <laughs> or, or or some white guy called Ian. Um, <clears throat> so was it great for your audience to actually see like Rod? This this is a game that is never really kind of shown diverse audience playing it, and you've mm. been able to get sucked into it. Yeah, I think so. I think the interesting thing was, I noticed when I was um, streaming World of Warcraft, I had a lot more like random people just pop in. And it may be, I, I guess at the time I was kind of like, this is like, out of any game that I've streamed, I think that was the most where just random people would pop in. Oh, I found you on the browse page. I found you on the browse page. Um, and I, I did think at the time, I wonder why that is. Maybe WoW is just a really popular game maybe a lot of people just looking on twitch for people playing it but i guess actually there probably is validity in what you say maybe because on the whole you know when you think of world of warcraft players you don't necessarily think small asian girl sitting in her shed um <laughs> maybe it was people looking through the browse page and seeing someone maybe a little bit different playing the game i don't know um but yeah definitely i think it was nice as well having people from a lot of different countries also coming because I think World of Warcraft is a very global game. Yeah. Um, very, very global game. So I think that was also interesting to see that a lot of the people coming into the chat and talking about World of Warcraft, it was, I think, with other games, my viewership is mainly like UK and USA. But when I was playing World of Warcraft, there were people from Croatia, a lot of people from the Netherlands, Germany, you know, like it was a bit more sort of global. Like there were more people from around the world popping in. It was quite interesting. That's dope. That's 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 super sick. I mm. so I said to you, Final Fantasy is my thing. Well, my mm. other thing is the Legend of Zelda. I am a Zelda you. Yeah, me. I love that. <laughs> and Breath of the Wild is 
it's one of the greatest um, Zelda experiences ever. It's like my second favorite game in the series. And it literally is an epic adventure. Like when companies say, oh yeah, you can go anywhere and do anything. Like that tagline on the box. And you're like, fam, I'm not going anywhere and doing anything. I'm just following the story. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the world is that. Like you just get lost in doing things and you're like raw what's that thing in a mountain and and being able to go over to experience it so obviously you said that you've um actually watched tony play the game but breath of the wild is great because you're not following the same journey as anybody everyone else anyway so for example if you was playing uncharted which is a very linear game and you're literally just watching all the cutscenes and stuff that's fine where with um breath of the wild you're being able to kind of go in your own experience what is it about it that you loved um firstly the visuals i just think it's such a aesthetically pleasing game like it's so pretty i've got so many screenshots of sunsets and water and mountains like it's so nice to look at which is always nice um another weird thing is i just the weird thing I like about it is the music. Um, I just, for me, it just adds to the whole like ambience of the game. It feels like really cozy, like it's very yeah. atmospheric, isn't it? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and yeah, like you say, it's just such a big game. I like that it's such a big game, um, and I like that it gives people the opportunity to play the game how they would play the game. For example, some people may just stick to the story and kind of go straight through the main story whereas like I said I'm very much like oh what's down here let me explore this area let me explore this area let me try and get you know all the seeds and you know so I think that's another thing I I think it gives people the opportunity to play a game how they like to play a game um, and everyone experiences it slightly differently yeah that's that's dope yeah the game's super super special and even today like watching people do like mad crazy stuff in it you it blows my mind like how they're able to achieve some of the stuff that they do in it and it's on like a nintendo switch which is like some old console and it's still like breathtaking Mm. all right Simon, we're running out of time but before you go one thing i want to speak to you is something that's poignant that you kind of said earlier is you didn't grow up in a gaming kind of household Mm. that wasn't like parcel and plaster of your life but anyone who's watching this right now is gonna see your background and it is a <laughs> maza yeah so obviously you um and your partner tony live together and you have this incredible um gaming cabin so how did this come about like what was the reasoning um how did you even like you got an arcade in there you got like and you got another room upstairs. Like you lot yeah. are got some crazy gaming things. And to think you never grew up in that environment. Mm. So how did this all come about? So, um, so growing up, I whilst I didn't grow up in a gaming household, I was always kind of drawn to games. So like me and my brother, we would play like we would play Call of Duty together. Um, I played the Tomb Raider games. I loved the Tomb Raider games. Um, so I did play games, but obviously it just wasn't, like I said, it just wasn't a gaming household. And then obviously, um, I met Tony, he's obviously massive, massive gamer. Um, and 
I think it got to a point where we were living together, we both enjoy games, we both play them. Um, he has, he already has such a massive collection and it was kind of all stored away. And I think, I guess that's the nice thing about maybe both of us playing games. We kind of decided we wanted a space where some of the collection could be on display because obviously I've started picking up a few bits here and there as well. And obviously I want to have them out somewhere. Um, and also just a space where we can both comfortably like sit and play. Um, so I think credit where credit is due, Tony built this whole thing. Like he bought the, like he built the cabin. Um, he's fitted all the desks and I guess we've both like put up the monitors and stuff together, but he's built this whole thing. But um, yeah, like I said, it just got to a point where we were like, we need, a space where we can just dedicate it to displaying the collection, our passion, our hobby, where we can comfortably sit like together and play games and whatever. So um, yeah, Tony was looking online at sort of ideas and a lot of people at the time, actually it was during lockdown where a lot of people were making garden offices. Yeah. So then we thought, well, why not actually, um, you know, we've got space in the garden. Why not? look at putting like an office in the garden so yeah it just kind of rolled from there kind of like um spiraled from there we started looking into cabins we eventually bit the bullet and bought one it arrived in pieces tony built it and then bit by bit we've like sort of over the past two years i think we've had it two years now we've kind of been changing bits and bits of it to kind of get it to be better and better and i think where it's at now we're quite happy with it that's dope um, that's proper proper sick do you know what i was expecting it's not i feel like it's not authentic because he hasn't walked in in the middle of the recording i'm like i thought he was going to because when i came downstairs in, i ain't seen no asleep. food like i like i feel like it's not real you haven't eaten any food he hasn't I got walked water. in all right cool I, I, i'll take the water uh summer thank you so much for um joining me it's been proper, no worries proper, thank great you for having to you make sure you go and check her out one of the great things she does as well is she's super dope on social media that's how i first became aware of her so go check out her tiktok they're hilarious go and jump in the stream <laughs> go and watch her box food watch tony walking in the background you get all of the realness thank you so much for staying to the end of the video you are the nvps remember if you're listening to us on spotify or any of them other podcast services come over come and show some love put a thumbs up on the video come and look at salma's face you get me come and check us out we are here <laughs> i've been mr Maida. she's been packaging and we out of here peace